Hey everybody, so before we jump into today's podcast, I just wanted to A, thank you guys, give you a little bit of a reminder. If you enjoy this content, however you're watching it, consuming it, please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you gotta do, comment on it. If you can, leave us a review. It really helps us out and it can help grow our platform and reach more people. And if you know someone that can benefit from this, please share it with them. If you have a question, if you wanna reach out to us, let us know. And then lastly, we have all of our amazing programs, courses, and coaching available in the resources below. So check that out. Definitely take advantage of it. We have everything from free options all the way up to paid programs and everything in between to fit pretty much anyone's budget. And it's just a matter of how customized it's going to be based on the price point. So there's really something for everybody. Thank you guys. Let's get on into the episode. Bam, Chuck. So we are here back to school. And with that being the theme, we figured for all of you guys that we're going to dig into our checklists, getting back into the fall season, as if like when you do go to school, like for all the parents out there, you have a checklist for your kids to go back to school. So, and Chuck, you were doing that this weekend with the kids, right? Getting them ready for school. I was, I was, I was going through their school checklists and making sure that they had all the supplies and everything they needed to be successful in their school year. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a fun time getting ready for school starting up this Wednesday. Oh yeah! So I figured before we go right into the actual like our checklist of like three to five things that we'll both have, I figured in general we could cover some basic ideas, topics behind it, and kind of where I think there's a gap that can be potentially bridged with this kind of checklist, especially when we think about you know we've talked about this in past episodes, Chuck. It, it not being like, hey, even though we do have our eight week to shred program, which we're going to continuously still we're going to get out for you guys. We got the 28 day nutrition course live that's coming up. We got that rolling out, all these fun things. Um, and sometimes we'll look at like, hey, I just want to get ready for summer. And then things kind of fall to the wayside, so to speak, or quite literally during the summertime. So I think this is a great opportunity to take inventory, to look at, hey, where are some things I might have kind of laxed on and then start to look at that for your checklist going into the fall. What do you think, Chuck? Yeah, I mean, I think like right now, everybody that's coming off of, uh, listen, they got ready for summer, they enjoyed summer, now it's starting to get into a little bit of the fall season, and we're starting to refocus our attention back on everything we kind of, you know, fall into the wayside with summer, you know, summer usually means more cocktailing, more barbecuing, more this, more that, and now that fall is coming in and the kids are getting back to school, it's time to refocus ourselves on you know, falling back into our schedule. Um, so that's a, that's a big thing. A hundred percent, Chuck. That's the time I like to sneak in the hundred percent. A hundred percent. You always give a hundred percent. A hundred percent all the time, Mike. So the one time. thing that, you know, getting diving right into our checklist, the first thing that I like to do is I like to make sure that both my wife, myself, and my kids have our schedules down. And I like to make sure that my workouts are a planned part of my schedule. My wife does the same thing. So there's a lot of communication going back and forth because with the kids going back to school, that means increased activities, more rides going back and forth. The kids have their activities. We have our activities. There's a lot of back and forth. And I want to make sure that not only I'm on a path for success with staying consistent with my workouts, but my wife and my kids are also, their schedule is set. So 
right on our refrigerator, we have we also have a family calendar and even the kids' iPads and everything is connected to it. Um, uh, right on the fridge, we've got our schedule. And my wife and I are constantly communicating with each other that she's going to work out in the morning or she's going at lunch or we're both going to work out at this, you know, at this time at night. Just make sure you have your schedule down and there's clear communication with your partner and with your kids. Is that they, they listen, six o'clock to seven o'clock is my time to be working out and don't bother me. I don't want any, I don't want, hey, mom, I need a ride to Susie's house because we're going to do a study session or, hey, dad, I need a ride to soccer because soccer practice is coming up. Six to seven is my time to work out. And the same thing goes for my wife. Whatever her time is, that's communicated. Let's not bother mom while she's getting her workout in. Well said, Chuck. So that's that was actually kind of like read my mind on that one with this idea. And I was actually talking to a client about it last week. One of my favorite clients that I still work with, and I choose to work with them because of the fact that they're really dialed in. And it's, it's a great time to just literally, I know every time we're going to get to show up, there's not going to be a last minute excuse of like, oh, well, whatever, like there, there's, it's just going to be show up, let's work. And one of the things I pulled out, because they're also like uh, a high-end executive, and I can't get into the details, obviously, for like privacy reasons of like what organization and whatnot, but like a high-end executive, obviously, Chuck, you can relate to this, being able to have to be on the back end of companies, running them and dealing with all those things, looking at how you spend each aspect of your day. So I can already hear people saying, hey, that sounds great, but I, when I look at my calendar, I don't have time to work out. I don't have that six to seven window. So what I even said that I got, that, that I always liked that even we talked about this was, all right, for at least you know, a week, one week, actually write down what you're doing every single 15 minute block of the day. Cause I'm willing to bet that as much as you think you don't have time, there's an extra half hour to an hour window you're spending every day, whether it's on social media, whether it's watching TV, whether it's extra time, you're sitting on the toilet, believe it or not, like all these things will add up. And I guarantee you, you'll be able to find time when you actually break it down in 15 minute increments or throughout the day. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and, and toot my horn a little bit, but I'm like one of the most uh -huh. busiest people, Hong Kong, that is out there. You know, I'm, I work in corporate, you know, corporate world. I am a VP of a company. I work with Mike over here. I have VP clients, of this company. I'm a VP of this company. And I also make time to get my workout in six days a week. And even on Sunday, being my active recovery day, we usually do walks or hikes on, on Sunday and stay active. That's again, my choice. I'm not saying to everybody that you have to work out six days a week, but let's at least dial in it like three days throughout a seven day work week that or a seven day week that we can get some activity in. And it doesn't have to be an hour. Like I'm saying, you, you can narrow it down to a half hour. How many, like what Mike was saying, how many times have you catch yourself sitting on the toilet longer than you want to, because you're sitting there scrolling through Instagram. There's plenty of time. And it's just looking at your schedule to say, okay, maybe nighttime doesn't work, but instead of waking up 15 minutes before I have to get to somewhere, let's wake up an hour and give ourselves time to get like a half hour workout in and then decompress and then get ourselves ready and then hit the road to go to work. There is time. You just have to find that time. So yeah, to recap that, that's even something I think that can be a really helpful piece to the checklist in addition to, hey, let's map out the calendar. If, and, and I honestly, I almost, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, Jeff, is like this week, actually, I'm like, I'm personally, like, I'll give you guys an example, a personal example. I'm starting up my school again. I have more continuing education credits. I have an exam I have to do in October, running the business. We're like, as both of us are parents, you know, and like, so I understand, we can understand the time demand. So I'm actually going to do first, 
actually look at how I'm spending every aspect of my day in like these 15 minute blocks and then saying, oh, okay, this is the pattern I'm seeing, especially in the first week or two back to school with kids being back to school. I do feel like there is some kind of bandwidth adjustment that we all have to get through. So being able to track that in addition to still having your calendar mapped out and then reevaluating after a week or two. So like checklist one, document how you're spending your day, write it down, using the calendar, whatever have you, whether it's actually on the fridge. And, and, and to your point, Chuck, Ashley and I, we have like an actual tangible calendar right by the front door that we know like right. if we have doctor's appointments, whatever, like I have to go somewhere, meetings, as well as we have a digital version, an app that we can add things to and get approved by one another and we get notified by one another. So like, hey, Lena just got a last minute doctor's appointment or test has her appointment or I just got a last minute meeting or whatever's going on. So you have that ability to communicate. So on the checklist, right off the bat, we have, you know, blocking out your time, but then also being kind of auditing your time too and, and kind of holding yourself accountable there. Now let's dig into, all right, cool. I made the time, you know, I, I actually have it. Now let's look at from the training piece and the nutritional piece. I figure we could cover maybe one of each on what we're actually using and spending in that time and strategies that work there. Yeah. So let's look at the nutrition piece first, because as we know, nutrition is 75 to 80% of the battle versus fitness being 25 to 20% of the battle. Uh, nutrition wise, what I like to do with my checklist is I like to kind of plan out our meals throughout the course of the week. Now, Again, we're, we're extremely busy. So there are a couple of nights throughout the course of the week that we will order food, but we will make healthier choices. But instead of having that battle of when I'm on the road coming home from either the gym or coming home from work, being like, oh, what do you want to eat tonight? And both of us are like, ah, you know, so defeated that we have to have that conversation again. We like to have everything kind of planned out that, you know, if, if I'm meal prepping on Sunday, I'll meal prep a couple of my lunches throughout the course of the week, which is what I did yesterday. Actually, my wife kind of did it for me. So, yep, yeah, you know. um, exactly. So we plan out a couple lunches. So I know that if I'm bringing, I'm working five days, Monday through Friday, I'm bringing my lunch two to three times. That means two to three, you know, two or three times I have to plan out where I'm going for lunch and what I'm going to have. Same thing with dinner. If we plan out our dinners and we figure that we're going to eat at home three times a week. Um, during Monday through Friday, that means two days, we're going to eat out. What are we going to eat out? Where are we going to eat? You know, what are we going to order from there? And let's have that all planned out for the week. So that way, number one, there's no infighting between each other as to that battle of, oh, what are we going to eat now? And number two, we're not guessing anything. So try to have that checklist all planned out. And then when Saturday and Sunday comes around, again, we take it a little bit more lenient on the weekends. Most people do but we try to still eat healthy. So like on Saturday, we'll usually fast until lunch. You know, we'll work out in the morning. We'll fast until lunch. We'll have a reasonable lunch. And if we know we're going to go out to dinner on Saturday night, we kind of have our cheat meal on Saturday night. You got to plan this stuff out. So you know how to kind of attack the work, you know, the week with your lunch and your dinners and breakfast. Yeah. And piggybacking on that point, Chuck, to offer up like an additional piece and perspective, I actually got to give Ashley credit for this idea. This is something that, again, is going to make sense, I think, for us moving ahead. But I offer it up because it may not make sense for everybody. And it piggybacks on your kind of calendar breakdown of we do 100% the same thing. And that's why I like that we do the kind of 28-day nutrition reset. And every time we do that, that's part of my checklist on the nutritional side is, and that's why I like timing it with going back into the fall doing it together September 12th that everyone can kind of get it on. You have the information below, but 
I just personally like doing it. Even if we don't do it from a business perspective, I do it personally internally just because it's an opportunity every quarter to kind of reassess and, and kind of look at that aspect of my habits and nutrition. And then we get really dialed in where we have all the recipes on the calendar. And then we'll say, okay, Ashley, what we're doing now is Ashley will have we're going to make up. We're actually going to meet later today to figure out what days are what. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday are going to be Ashley's days. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday is going to be my days. So no matter what we're doing, it's on me at the end of the day. So I know I have to own that dinner or that day of food and vice versa for Ashley. Now that works for us. I'm not saying that works for everybody, but that's also helpful because it's a team effort now. It's not all falling on Ashley or all falling on me. It's kind of like kind of spread out as well. Yeah, I like that idea. That's a, it's a good plan of attack to put the ownership back on either you or whoever's cooking or responsible for the day that also will break up that infighting as to, Hey, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? And you know, then you got to fight over who's picking what. So have a plan of attack while going into your nutrition for the week. And it also falls on the same thing on the fitness side, you know, the fitness side of things, we can get very stagnant and just kind of just go through the motions as to what we do. If we don't have a plan of attack, how we're going to approach the fitness side of things, much like our plan of attack as to how we approach the nutrition side of things, we're going to fall to the wayside. We're going to you know, be stagnant in what we're doing. If we don't have a plan with our nutrition. Guess what? Chances are we're going to probably go to get some fast food because you know, we didn't go through with a plan or, well, you know, let's order pizza or whatever it is because there's no plan of attack. Same thing when it comes down to your fitness. If you don't have a plan for the day, if I'm not going to this class or I'm not doing this workout at home and have that plan, you're going to get home and you're going to be like, ah, oh, you know what? I really don't want to work out today. I'm not feeling it. I don't want to do it. And you know, let's turn on the TV and let's figure out what's on the TV. You got to go into everything with a plan. You know, again, that's where I very much live by the motto. Every coach needs a coach. Every client needs a coach. Everyone needs to have a plan of attack, even if it's you're going to your, you know, whatever your gym that you're going to, and they have a class for the day. That's your plan of attack for the day. That's your coach drafting up your workout for the day. And that class is what you're doing for the day. If you're working out at home because you don't feel comfortable going to the gym, have a coach or there's a ton of apps out there right now, which will give you a workout for the day. But you know Hey, later on when I get home or first thing this morning, this is what I'm doing. This is my workout for the day. So make sure you have a plan of attack with both your nutrition and your fitness. Oh, and I'm going to piggyback on this once again, Chuck. So that I like, I'm, I want to offer up another piece of it to it, because I think that's a really important part is the plan and having that kind of load taken off your shoulders where you don't have to then in the moment, just like with the food, oh, what am I doing today? What is my workout or going into the gym or whether it's at home and aimlessly trying to piece it together, especially like you said, when you're tired at the end of a workday, like that's the last time or the last window is going to make the most sense for you to challenge yourself and to stick to the plan. Now, it's also leaving room for adaptability is important as well. But like you said, there's coaching resources, obviously us here from a variety of places that might make more sense for you, whatever that is, even just the free resources apps. We put out stuff on social media, on YouTube, on our website. There's a bunch of other great resources. We're happy to share. We'll even have them in the description below that digs into here's the plan. Let's get it done. And then the last piece I'll offer up to that is if it's not a coach, you know, obviously a coach, I think is the best from accountability and professional insight perspective, but saying, Hey, you know what, for now I'd want an accountability buddy. I, like me and Chuck, we, we even like outside of the business, I think leveraging each other as accountability. Like we have weekly calls we do these things, obviously in addition to the business side, but saying, Hey, you know what? 
I'm even going to post it to social media. I'm not a huge fan of being on social media. I gotta be honest with you, but from an accountability standpoint, or just saying, Hey, I'm going to text you or yeah. Yeah. Chuck, You're not a huge fan of being on social media. <laughs> even though, even though I post on it every single day, if I didn't have the business, if it wasn't on LOS, um, purpose, like I would not have social media, uh, as, as, as hard as that is. To, and you know, I, you love social media, Chuck, you love putting out. Yeah. We all know that I love being in front of uh, the camera and being on social media. That's one of my favorite things to do. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. You gotta have, if you don't want to have a coach, find yourself an accountability partner. That's going to say, Hey, let's go to the class today. Hey, let's do this. Hey, did you work out today? Whatever it may be, definitely find yourself somebody who's going to hold you accountable. Uh, and listen, again, it depends on the amount that you want to invest in yourself. I mean, that's a big portion of it. Uh, if you want to make the commitment to your health, if you want to make the commitment to getting uh, in better shape, living a healthier lifestyle, the sky should be the limit. I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I'm a well-versed coach. I got Mike here. I've invested so much time on finding doctors and, and making sure my network is built up and, and finding, you know, quality trainers that I like to piggyback on stuff on. Um, it's just, that's my choice. Um, there's plenty of resources out there to help you along with your journey as well, but it also depends on the amount that you're willing to invest in yourself. That's that's so on the other side of it, especially I'm thinking of those that might either be intimidated or have failed in the past. This we're going to dig into something I think can be really helpful. Yeah. And this is a game changer, I think, for many. And those of us that I can speak to, like, the clients that we have and the successful coaches that we have, you look at anyone that has a sustainable approach in this, they're going to leverage this kind of aspect of it is looking at the things you can enjoy, both on the nutritional front and the exercise front. Like, Chuck, I know you enjoy jujitsu, right? Like, I I'm getting back because I enjoy martial arts. So that's one thing I leverage in my training and in my fitness. I also enjoy lifting heavy. So that's something I leverage. Now on the nutritional front as well, like everybody knows that's ever heard me talk. I like peanut butter cups and I like mangoes. So instead of going out no, and buying man. them and like I even find healthier choices there, I use my air fryer now and I like laugh. I, I, I sliced up my own mango. I dehydrated it. It took an hour and a half. I planned it out. It was an amazing snack and it was like more cost effective. I had more control of the food. It was lower on the calories, it was more nutrient dense. And I made my own protein peanut butter cup. So again, lower on the calories, higher on the protein, more nutrient dense, be able to find things that you're naturally going to enjoy. Because if you feel like you're on a diet, that means that you feel like you're missing out on things. So find the things you like, like even like you mentioned pizza, Chuck, I love this steak pizza that we have near our house. So I plan for that once a week, like, Hey, we're going to get this steak pizza with peppers and onions. And now what we're doing is I'm even going to make it at home too. So find things, you know, you'll enjoy and work it in as well as find ways you can make it at home or have more control over that process. And on the training front, pick enjoyable things as well that you're going to look forward to doing. Yeah. There's all, all kinds of things that you can do and, and to dial back even further what you said, there's a, a lot of people that have that intimidation of I've failed in the past or I've tried this in the past or I've tried to work with this coach and it didn't work and it didn't work and it didn't work. You have to constantly try. And, and if, it, if you fail at it, try again, because there's going to be so many times that you try to do something until you find the right secret sauce that's right for you. I mean, there's there's so many times that I've either tried coaching 
you know, uh, having somebody draft me up a, a program and it just didn't work, or uh, I've tried keto, I've tried paleo, I've tried all these different diets and it just didn't work for me. And I've, I've been defeated and I've gone down the road of just like, oh, you know what, I'm just going to go back to doing what I'm doing and, and throw my hands up and walk away. But then ultimately, after so many times of failing, I found the right secret ingredient sauce for myself. And then ultimately, I'm on a healthier path. Um, just don't give up on your process just because you failed a few times. Um, you'll definitely find the right method that works for you and working with the right people and the right accountability partner. Don't give up on it right away. After two or three times, you're certainly going to fail. It's not going to happen overnight. Just stick with the program. And Mike, you talked talk about making pizza. We make phenomenal pizza. And again, we're, we're straight up Italian dudes over here, right? So high standards. High standards of pizza. My father-in-law owned a pizzeria for like 40 years. So we've got very, very high standards. We make cauliflower crust pizza all the time. We've like kind of dialed into what our favorite cauliflower crust is. And we go and we buy those. And we get, we make either we make our sauce and we make it, we get the ingredients that we want to put on it. And we figure out a way to work in the foods that we really like, but make it a healthier version. Yeah. One thing I found too, Chuck, and I'm curious to see like where your kids are at with this, just cause like there's obviously an eight, like our, our, my daughters are like three in a year and a half for those of you that for whatever reason don't know if you haven't been listening, I've been talking about them all the time. Um, I know they like enjoy the process when we make foods, like when we make popsicles like homemade protein popsicles i literally just make a protein smoothie and throw it in like a popsicle mold and they just like go crazy for it because i think it's ice cream or i mean i guess it is but like being and, and like going back to making your own pizza like when we make we even do a flatbread pizza when we're not doing cauliflower crust we do all these different variations the girls like being a part of the process and then they eat the food and then they're and like they don't even realize what's being built and those habits or like every morning now the girls are like time to work out like they go to the garage because they know hey dad's going to go work out. We want to go hang with him. And seeing those pieces also, I'm curious, like if you notice that builds it into them as well and their involvement to it for the kids perspective. Yeah. I mean, my kids are a little bit older than yours, but um, they definitely take interest as to what mom and dad are doing. Uh, my daughter likes cooking. She, she likes getting involved and getting her hands dirty. You know, my son, on the other hand, just wants to be called for dinner. What's for dinner? Let's eat it. Whatever's put in front of me. But like when we go out to like a restaurant or something and they'll put bread in front of my kids, my son will have like one piece and he'll be like, all right, that's too many carbs for me. So um, I, the first time he said that, I was shocked. I was like, what? what? <laughs> Did he say that? Um, but the, they see what we do with our nutrition and our habits and this, that, and the other thing. And they definitely start to pay attention to it and start to model and, and take after us with what they're doing. Um, you know, I've talked about it many times before on the podcast, we like to eat organic grass fed foods all the time. And our kids know what organic grass fed food means, you know, so for them to understand that and for them to be like, Hey, is this organic? Um, that's a big thing because we want to teach them that and have them take part in that throughout their entire life. The healthier we get our kids to understand and eat now, that's setting them up for long-term success down the road. Um, same thing with my son. Like he'll see me in the garage and he'll come out and he'll start lifting some weights. And uh, I think that that's great. We were just on vacation. We just took them to Kalahari and uh, we were like, you know, guys, we're going to go down to the, to the fitness center. You guys can either stay in the hotel room and not leave the hotel room or you can come to the fitness center with us. So like, we'll go to the fitness center with you. 
And they came down, and while we were working out, they were working out too. And that, that's such an exciting piece to me is, again, not the forced aspect of it, of where there's going to be resentment and things like that. But, and again, you can speak to this too, Chuck, not just from your own kids, but from your own like childhood, right? Growing up in a gym atmosphere, the influence and the impact it can have. Um, so I kind of want to, and we could like continuously build upon this and rant and whatnot. So I figured we'll start to bring it home though and kind of recap that checklist. And, and again, covering the kind of implementable, because again, we always like to talk about some of the like theoretical looks at it, but then also give you guys tangible, applicable steps and recapping it at the end. So going through that checklist, A, being able to leverage a calendar, whether that's the tangible calendar, whether it's a digital cal calendar, combination of the two. And then in addition to that kind of piggybacking with that is doing an audit of your actual time to hold yourself accountable to that and then be able to map it out and then kind of bringing it home with both the nutrition and the training piece map those things out, pick the foods you're going to have on those days. And you know yourself, that's the only thing I always say is like, if you know you need to have rigid rules, stick to them. If you want to have a couple of options, give yourself three or four options. You can mix and match, but have a plan in place and have it mapped out. So there's one less guest step and same thing on the training, have your fitness workout mapped out, have whether, like you said, Chuck, the calendar, you book the class or you have your partner you're working out with, or make it known to your accountability buddy, what your plan is, and then share that. Um, so those are, to me, the big checklist takeaways. Chuck, I'm going to kick it to you to see, like, any other kind of angles or looks or perspectives on there. Anything we might have missed in there, too. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head with all of it. The one thing I would like to say, though, is try to have your plan of attack or sit down with your, your partner, your significant other, before you do your grocery shopping. Most grocery shopping is done on the weekend. Try to have your plan of attack done and your talk and schedule and everything done before you go do your grocery shopping. So that way you're not doing that last minute shopping throughout the course of the week. Um, again, when it comes down to setting up your schedule for, for fitness, look at what all of your activities are throughout the course of the week. Look at that calendar. Sit down for 15 to 20 minutes with your significant other, your partner, whatever it is, and just go over everything before, you know, Monday, like, oh, no, I'm going to go do this. or I'm going to do that. Try to have your conversation in a nice, quiet environment where you can go over everything. And that way, there's no miscommunication while you're doing it throughout the course of the week. So have your plan of attack and your nutrition talk before you do your grocery shopping and sit down in a quiet environment and put everything on the table as to here's what the game plan is for the week. Here's what Johnny and Susie has, blah, 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 play everything out and then work it out together as to, okay, you're going to do this. I'm going to do that. And this is our time. And then afterwards have family time. That's a key one too. I think I, I want to like reiterate that point of like having both the functional and like applicable side of things, but also the enjoyable side of it. So it makes it feel sustainable. And so you not feel like you're sacrificing too much at the end of the day. And that's where the sustainability comes back in. But again, guys, like if you guys have additional questions on that or you want more resources, let us know below. One thing I figured we're also going to share that you guys will see roll out this week on the social media side is like, we'll give you a sample shopping list, even something that comes from the 28 day nutrition course that we're launching again, September 12th. You guys can see we have a webinar that's going to be coming out. You can still register for September 8th at 8 PM Eastern time. You guys can check that out. We'll have the information below. We're going to be doing, it's a free webinar going over sustainable habits, as well as digging into what the actual 28 day nutrition course is going to look like the live aspect of it, all the fun benefits and everything in between. Or if you just want to hang out and talk to Chuck, I know he's a cool guy and you guys want to hang out with him, um, especially since he's, you know, he doesn't put out the social media as much as I do on the daily basis. There's a lot of mystery behind the scenes, right, Chuck? 
I'm not doing a social media thing every single day. I'll do like one a week, but I'm not doing one every single day. It's not going to happen. And the once a week, by the way, I always like to highlight this for Chuck. So I want you guys to help. Every time Chuck posts something out, it like doubles and triples whatever I'm putting out, or if not, at least there's always more. Um, so I just want to highlight that just to say that people like it, whatever you're doing. I feel like like you're just watching the video over and over again and getting more views. It's you. It's not a listen. I, I'll be honest. Like we, you know, this probably more than most. I have other things, right? Like we have other things on our task list beyond for me to do than just watch that. So I think that's just your uh, your uh, the opposite of we'll say ego, the insecurity potentially kicking in. I promise you, I'm watching it once or twice, and everyone else is just helping blowing up. Um, I appreciate that, everybody. Again, check the resources we have from our social media to when Chuck's dropping stuff um, to, again, the free webinar we have September 8th to the 12th, the live, the next live challenge starting. We have our Total Body Booty Builder series. We have the fitness. All that great stuff is below. We'll expand upon that, dig into any questions, and then we'll keep it rolling right along for you guys. Yep. Live challenge coming up soon. 28-day challenge. I believe it's September 12th. Let's get a big group together and let's do the cleanse going into the fall season. So let's hit it. Boop, boop. Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, Mike. So I just wanted to say thank you guys again for watching, listening, consuming that episode. If you guys enjoyed it and you haven't already, please like, uh, please comment. If you haven't reviewed, please leave a review. If you haven't followed or subscribed, please do that as well. Again, it tremendously helps us out. And then just a quick reminder, if you guys want more resources, we have them below. We have our programs, everything from free all the way up to paid and kind of everything in between dial in with the customization and we have more information on different programs and resources in our newsletter. So if you haven't signed up for that, do so below. It's free and that is it y'all. See you on the next one.